Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily and I'm your host and today's episode is going to be completely different from what I usually do because I decided I would share really extreme raw thoughts on how I've been feeling during this time of COVID and it's month five and you can tell by the title of this episode it pretty much is going to highlight a lot of shitty feelings I have been feeling and I don't want to hide them because I have come to understand that, you know, not only is Instagram and social media, you know, your highlight real, but I try my most honest possible best to really showcase the highs and lows of my life because I've dealt with a lot of adversity throughout um, the past few years and I've practiced being vulnerable and candid about those experiences and I've come to see so many people learning from my stories and connecting with it and I'm someone, if you get to know me on a really personal level in person, I'm a very deep person. I have a lot of layers and I'm not very surface level. And that's why I actually have a lot of difficulty having surface level conversations, especially at parties or anything um, in a social environment that is very much surface level. So um, I'm not going to do an intro. This is pretty much your intro. I'm literally just going to try to keep this within a 20 to 25 minute range. And um, to be really candid too, I did hesitate to record this episode because I wasn't sure if it was even worth anyone's time to listen. And I asked a few or select few people that I trust their opinion on, especially because they are part of my audience and they wanted this episode. So um, I figured why not? And this is literally just going to flow from my head. I'm not, I had, I have nothing written down. I'm not looking at anything and I just really want to pretty much rant. (laughs) So I hope this is, um, I hope you're listening at a time where you're doing something mundane and listening to this may help you feel better about perhaps your own shitty feelings. But I don't know where to begin with this, but let me just start by saying I started feeling shitty about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago. This was around like the second week of July. And I shared this with my intern, Julia, uh, pretty like immediately because we have like meetings every week. And I was telling her, you know, I'm not going to lie. I feel like absolute shit. (laughs) And I just feel very heavy. And she actually said she felt the same way. And we always ask each other too, or at least I always ask her, 
how are you feeling? And I always ask her to be like really honest and transparent. And because I enjoy having conversations where we talk about how we feel and express those feelings and let it out. And you, the past, the weeks before and the months before, since like March, we've been working together since about end of March. And, you know, throughout COVID, we kind of just felt mellow, I think. And, you know, we had the classic ups and downs, but I think ironically, she, she felt the same way during the same two weeks. And then so did like her other friends as well. And I, you know, it's funny because I actually, now that I recall, I reached out to some of my close friends kind of around the U.S., like one of my best friends, Avery. I reached out to her. She's in Tennessee. And I said, how are you feeling right now? And she actually said she was feeling like shit as well. And she was going through a lot of anxiety um, with personal stuff. And then I, I was talking to other people that I talked to on a close basis and they felt the same way. And I was like, holy shit, we're all feeling very heavy at the same time. And I was kind of surprised because... I was like, okay, you know, other people have been feeling this way throughout COVID as we would expect. And so I figured like this was my time to crack, right? Like I was like, it was finally getting to my head. It was, you know, my, my optimism was wearing out and it really surprised me to hear that everyone was feeling the same way at the same time. So I guess I don't really know how to put into words about this shitty feeling I was feeling, but I think one thing I noticed was that, okay, I'll backtrack it. So for me, I love a very dynamic and kind of complex life, and that's part of why I do so many different things because to me it keeps me not only fulfilled right but it makes my life feel more like me it makes it makes it like unique to who I am and I was starting to realize how much my my mind was yearning for these life experiences that I've been missing out on or not getting enough of. So pretty much almost like a deficiency, I would call it. And life experiences literally is as small as a dinner with a friend and the conversations that you have, or it could literally be you know, yes, it could be a road trip. It could be traveling somewhere, right? Those are maybe on like a medium scale. But I think for me, I, I was reflecting and I thought, you know, wow, I miss, I miss the ease of getting lunch and dinner with friends. I miss the ease of getting coffee with friends. I miss the ease of going into my office and, having all these appointments and clients that I'm meeting with that day and driving to and from my appointments because I work in an outside sales job. And that kept my days very dynamic back in the day. So I started working this full-time job of mine back in November. And from November through early March, which was when I was in the office and this was pre-COVID, I my life was really just dynamic. I was 
always on the go and meeting with someone. And of course I had my calmer days. Like when I had my weekends to myself, it was a nice breather. And when I was seeing, you know, friends over the weekend or doing something that was also just adding to the complexity of life. And obviously I know all of us are not getting this life experience right now. So I don't want to sound like a brat for saying it. And I told many of my friends as, as well is that I feel like kind of a brat for saying, oh my God, I'm missing out on this life, but so is everyone else. But I think obviously as well, it affects people differently. So for me, that's like something my life feeds off of. That's what my energy feeds off of. And for people who are more introverted and people who are more about a steady life, so maybe someone that loves working on the computer straight nine to five and working on projects and things like that, they might not yearn for that dynamic as much or they might not even like experience this difference because they didn't have that much of a dynamic day um, pre-COVID. So I think that's why that's something that's been affecting me. So I don't know if that's been affecting any of you guys as well. I'm sure, especially for students, you know, you're so used to going to class and hanging out at Starbucks on campus and crossing paths with a cute guy on campus and just having those moments, right? I think that's something I've been really missing is like those tiny moments that really just make life what it is. And then of course the grand moments as well. Obviously I was super sad to miss out on Miami music this music week this year. And, um, you know, so many potential events that could have happened, but to me, like that's besides the point, like that was already a given, like that's not going to happen. But then those small, tiny things that happen during our day-to-day lives, none of us are experiencing and it's hitting hard for me. So that's one reason why I felt pretty shitty because it's just super stagnant right now. And I think one way I've been trying to cope with it though, if any of you guys have been feeling in a similar uh, position, I've been just trying to keep each day dynamic and different in my own way. So whenever I do get the chance to get out of my house, I do. That includes where I work. So I'm obviously on my laptop and I'm making calls and dialing to people. But I try to maybe go on my rooftop on my apartment or down by like the outdoor patio where they have tables and Um, I can obviously easily get internet, that kind of thing, or I'll try to go to Starbucks across the street from me and um, literally just work on my computer there. So I try to just be around people, I guess, a little bit more. And usually I don't feel as much of a desire to be around people that much, but because now I'm experiencing more of my introverted self and being at home more, now I'm yearning for that extrovertedness or that extroverted side of me that likes to be around people and that kind of thing. So that's something I've been doing in terms of like work and trying to keep that afloat and not feel bored of it each day. And then on a personal level, I've been connecting with my friends all over the world trying to keep constant contact with them and trying to have stimulating conversations. So that's been helping me try to get 
that life experience again. But I think something else I realized too is like, it only goes to an extent because all of us as individuals are not progressing at the same level that, or the same pace that we used to. And then, so when we connect with our friends, like the relationship doesn't get to progress as much as it could usually as well, in my opinion, because we as individuals are very slow moving and like as, as the way we're developing personally. And so the relationships that we have with our loved ones and our friends, they're kind of progressing slowly as well, because that just has to go at the pace that you develop individually. I think something else too that I was advised by Julia, my intern, that I should really share on this episode is about how I have not really been feeling fulfilled in, I guess, a good chunk of my life, which is ironic because I talk about life fulfillment all the fucking time. And it means a lot to me about being fulfilled in life and finding what fulfills you. (laughs) I hate saying that sometimes because it's like so reused on this podcast, but, um, I think it goes back in terms of fulfillment. It goes back to the stack, the, the feeling of being stagnant in life right now. I think that's halting a lot of my ability to feel that progress, which honestly, from experience, it really parlays over into your fulfillment in that area of life and or the overall feeling in life. So I think I always talk about finding fulfillment in your career and the the climate of what I do for my job nowadays is much different than what it used to be. And it is for many people, I know. Um, but for me personally, the reason why it's so different is if you listened to my podcast back in February and March when I, when I launched, you probably heard on so many episodes when I started out with gratitude, how much I appreciate my coworkers and being around the people in the office. And then of course, being able to meet with clients face to face and having, to just be out of the office like that that is what my job consists of so it's very different every day and I'm not sitting at a fucking desk and that's that's also like a big part of why I chose this job because I wanted that for my first job out of college so um and then I also always said too that the reason why I love my job it's pretty much like 85 percent because of the people and then 15% because of like what I actually do. So to be transparent, I lost a lot of fulfillment in my job and I'm sure many people have as well, but look, I'm just trying to be really fucking honest. And it's a couple of reasons. One, I haven't seen my coworkers, um, in a while and I don't get to be around them every day and have team meetings with them every day and see them in person and see them in their suits or their business outfits and joking around about like who hooked up with who in the office, like that kind of stuff, because that stuff happens. And it just, you know, those small life things really fulfilled me. And then 
obviously I was doing really well and I'm, I'm still doing well, but I mean, nothing compared to how I was doing back in January and February, um, and even December when I started. And so my performance was not only really freaking good and I was able to, you know, be competitive about it, but I just don't have the same interaction with my coworkers. So it feels lonely in that kind of sense. Um, and if I knew I was going to end up working a remote job, then I would be doing PR and marketing and something that's more project-based right now versus sales. So that's something that's just been lingering in the back of my mind. And, um, that's one reason why I'm not really feeling fulfilled is just to be transparent. I don't really like get excited about waking up, um, in the morning and then going on to do my sales job. So that's one. And secondly, yeah, it really just goes back to, I don't want to be repetitive, but yeah, all in all, it's like the lack of deep connections I'm getting from my relationships and the deep connection that my soul yearns for with people and events in life. And, um, like I said, this is happening to everyone, but it's affecting everyone in different ways, depends on what your soul needs and and what your preferences are when it comes to what keeps your life afloat and dynamic and, and joyful. So, those are some of the key things. Um, but then I also wanted to quickly share, I'll try to make this quick. Um, oh, this is so personal, but you know, YOLO. I wanted to share how I've come to realize that I, I've become, I've, I've realized that things that I used to disagree on or used to, um, I guess, not really believe in when people said certain things about relationships and love, I have now experienced those, like all of the things that I used to say, yeah, I don't really believe in it, or oh my God, like relax, like you've only known this person for X amount of time. So I kind of wanted to just openly admit that I'm calling myself a slight hypocrite, but more so acknowledging that I've grown to see that some like that I was previously more closed minded. So I guess for starters, um, like I said, this is like a really personal level and I'm doing this because it's this is this is human. We're humans. This is life. And it's not like any of us don't know some of these things that all of us do, you know, like I, like I said, I, I try to be as vulnerable and open as possible because at the end of the day, we all kind of do the same thing in one way or another. So this is kind of referencing more so of my dating life. And, um, uh, one thing that I used to kind of think was like low key, not true, or like maybe not attainable is, falling or falling in love with someone in a short period of time. So I've always been a stickler for saying something like, oh, okay, a couple of things. Sorry, I always realize I have to backtrack. But one thing I used to say is I don't see myself getting married 
until probably between the age of 28 and 32, which is on the later spectrum. And in fact, I told my, one of my best friends, she's pretty much like a soulmate to me, like a soul friend. And she was on this podcast, uh, probably around like episode 20 something. (laughs) Her name is Brie Byler. Um, but we were talking last night actually. And I told her that age range that I had in mind for myself. And then last night I told her and admitted to her that I've changed my mind about it, that I could actually see myself getting married earlier if I really met that right person um, that soon. Because I also used to think that I, even if I met someone around this age that I am at right now, or when I'm 25 or 26, I still want to be like dating them for four years, give or take. So I had this like whole structure in my head. And one thing I've come to realize is that no matter how much I want to control my feelings and control my emotions and control the journey and path a relationship can take, I can't do it. Despite my ability to do it in business and in my professional career and in other nitty gritty things in my life, I cannot do it in a relationship or potential relationships, despite my desire to. (laughs) Um, So... I say that to move on to my next point because I developed a, I don't really know what to call it, like a fling, you could kind of say, but a rather potential serious fling with someone over the past month. And this person is also rather significantly older as well, and that's something I've also come to terms with with um, some of my best friends and especially ones that are also in a similar boat of dating someone significantly older. And when I say significant, I say between 10 to 15 years. It's something that I used to be slightly like, okay, what the fuck? That's so... That age gap is so weird. I remember Sophia Ritchie and Scott Disick. I was like, okay, you know, I think they're even more than 15 years. I think there's like 16 or 17. And at this point, I'm like, who gives a fuck, right? So I think something I want to admit, and perhaps for those of you who kind of flinched when you heard 10 to 15 years, just keep in mind that maybe when you get older, you might actually understand a little bit better because I didn't until I experienced it myself. And I'm brutally cold when it comes to being open-minded about things because I have a tendency to sometimes not think that I'm right, but think that I am hard to prove wrong, especially when I feel like I genuinely experienced and like know that topic or know that area. So when it comes to this like dating thing and falling in love, like obviously a lot to learn, but One, I've become more open-minded about, I guess, maybe getting married sooner if that was in the scope or if that was, I don't know, if that was supposed to be my timeline, I suppose now I'm more open to it because previously I was like, yeah, hell no, no matter what, it's going to be after 30. Yeah, well, after my previous, after my recent experience, I've come to understand like, 
I obviously would still want to be in a relationship with someone for at the very least a year and a half before I actually choose them to be my lifelong partner. But I'm now more open-minded to it. Um, So previously I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen. And now I'm more open-minded to it because I also have experience for the first time of really falling deeply for someone in such a short period of time. And this story of, of whatever this is, it doesn't really necessarily end in this like beautiful romance story. It actually, um, unfortunately due to timelines and timing of life and, um, you know, other legitimate complications when it comes to like what each of us are doing with work right now. Um, it doesn't really align well to turn into, something more at this time. So I have been actually not only feeling this shitty feeling of stagnancy in life because I thought I'd be in New York City right now, right? And living out my New York dream and running around going to nightclubs and bars and being a freaking degenerate because (laughs) I can either be really serious in life or I can be a wild party girl like like the old Paris Hilton. (laughs) And I don't really say like, I don't know that I don't really see that as myself anymore, which is wild because six months ago in January, I thought that would be the case, but it's not. So obviously a lot of our lives have changed in terms of the trajectory could have been significant, could have been minor. For me, it it kind of feels significant because now I am reconsidering if and when I'm going to move to New York. And, you know, I, I think it's still going to happen, but probably not this year, even though I was like, yeah, I'll probably go in the fall. I think I will. I'll probably go live there for a month and feel it out. But the thing about New York City is that what I love about it is that there's a lot of people and there's big energy and people are always freaking hustling. Like they're running around to and from the subway. They're running around everywhere um, to get to, to work, get to what, whatever meeting. And I don't think it's like that right now. And I don't think it's going to be like that for a while. And maybe it will, it'll be like that probably towards the end of fall and and early winter, maybe. But if it's not, then it's probably not the right time for me to go because that's what makes me love New York City. So that was my tangent on my current trajectory. And so now something else that I have come to be more open-minded about is living in Los Angeles. I've always told myself, told other people, I would never live in LA. I don't really like the LA culture. I don't like the vibe there. And recently I've considered moving to Venice, LA or Marina del Rey, Santa Monica area around that. I'm not really sure how serious I'm going to consider that because I don't know if that's really needed, but because I'm yearning for so much life experience right now and yearning for change and yearning for something that keeps my life dynamic, 
I've considered moving there because especially with remote work, whether I stay at my current job or even if I were to get a new job in the future, it's likely going to be remote. So it doesn't really matter where I move. And it's funny because I always thought San Diego, if I were to move in California, it was going to be San Diego first. And here I am saying I'm thinking about Venice, California. And I've always said I'm never moving to LA. So there we go. There's there's like three things right there that I have proven myself wrong. And I think it's really important for me to acknowledge that because I'm sure many of you guys have found yourself contradicting yourself as well at some point, maybe. But um, I guess back to the dating thing, I, I guess I wanted to share it because I, I felt this shitty feeling from COVID and quarantine and being in month five. And then I also was falling for someone and was, um, or was very surprised by just how my heart was feeling, I guess, like kind of understanding where the path was going to go due to the timelines not working out. And it just really caught me by surprise. And I, I guess I'm just saying like, if anyone else is going through, you know, relationships and this dating thing, and I think it's something that's kind of hard to be open about too sometimes. And to be transparent, I'm actually like kind of crying right now. Um, So that's kind of how much I've been deep in my feelings. And um, I was talking about this with my best friend Brie last night, but I really am a, or her and I are both very deep in our emotions and we are super raw and honest about it. And we can definitely express our emotions while still keeping our rational and lovely logical thinking but um that's kind of the beauty of something I didn't know is that I really that we as humans can actually fall for someone um that quick and I always laughed at my friends or laughed at people that said they fell for someone um in a short amount of time and I was like yeah that must mean you're just like you know, you're dilly dallying, you're probably not serious. And actually, sometimes that is the case. Sometimes people are just really yearning for a boyfriend or something. For me, that's not really the case. I, I wouldn't say I'm, I'm looking for a boyfriend or I'm looking for a relationship. And if honestly, I'm, I'm actually rather like, I'm not looking for one versus that I am. But it just happened to be coincidental timing that I came across this person. And just the amount of experience that was... I guess, I guess the amount of experience that we both had with each other was just significant to me. So um, that was just a lot to rant about. And I guess moral of this rant is that, you know, all of us are going through some fucking mental shit right now. And I've been admitting it to my friends. I'm going through a mental rut. It's really tough. But I'm also really willing to ask other people, like if they've been in a mental rut, what have they been doing to progress and feel better? So I've actually been going out of my way to ask friends that even one of my um, really good friends, his name is Grant. And uh, I just told him like, hey, what have you been doing? Um, And it's just amazing to actually have people, though, that, 
you know, when I share that I'm going through this kind of feeling with them, that they come back and, um, you know, they don't just say words to be nice, but they really tell me, you know, Emily, I felt this too, but I know you're doing this and you're doing this and you're doing better than you really think. And it really warms my heart that there are people uh, in my life that support me to that extent and um, share that with me when I really need it. So um, I really advise for you guys to just reach out to friends and um, maybe try to strengthen friendships that um, have been in a lull, I guess, in a sense. And I think other things too is like I'm constantly staying active. So I haven't stopped my normal routine. I wake up at 6 a.m. every day or 5.45. I work out at 6.30. And then I start work and all that jazz between 8 and 8.30. And so my routines have been pretty steady. Um, Still doing this podcast, obviously. I'm still writing. I'm blogging. I'm getting more creative. I'm trying to do photography and stuff more. My dress business is picking back up more because skaters around the world are finally getting back into competing and stuff. So I'm still staying active. Oh, okay. Sorry. One more thing though. Something else that I have been doing as well that does at least keep my brain stimulated is I've been practicing learning a new language and I've mentioned this previously maybe, but I've been learning German since like May and when I go on my long walks, so some of my workouts consist of just like walking, I'll do like four miles or three miles, whatever that day could consist of. And on those walks, if I'm by myself, instead of just listening to a podcast or music all the time, I have started to listen to my German um, teaching video. And because it's about, uh, it's it's on YouTube, actually, it's like this whole German installment, and it's called um, like the thinking method or something. And basically rather than learning it, like you learn in school where you write it down and, you know, you do conjugations and stuff, you actually just do the speaking and you practice phrases. And I repeat the videos like at least three times a week before I move on to like the next level or like the next, um, you know, lesson. And it's, it's really entertaining for me. Like it, it makes my brain focus on that instead of letting my mind wander on, you know, the, the shittier feelings. And because when we let our mind wander, sometimes it just goes into that deep rabbit hole. So that's something else I've been doing. So obviously I'm not saying go learn a new language, but if that's of curiosity to you, go for it. Um, and definitely do the thinking method because it just requires you to think and like convert certain words and phrases from English to whatever that language could be. So that's a really good one. And then um, obviously listening to a podcast, um, I think that's always really good on your walks. So staying active, but then stimulating your mind in ways where it focuses on that task and that progress versus like letting your mind wander. And so if your mind is continuing to progress and continuing to grow, that for me has been helpful. And um, obviously, you know, I'm trying to do the small things and just trying my best to keep a positive mindset and not let things drag me down. But um, I know many of us are feeling this way. So uh, I hope, I hope that, you know, we can maintain the strength and positivity we all need. But most importantly, I hope we are all 
taking the time to share these feelings and these thoughts out loud, not just on social media, but in person with friends and over the phone because it's it's painful and I'm still like kind of teary-eyed, but I want you guys to know I, I go through the same things despite whatever fucking success it looks like I have. Um, while I do still have those things, I still feel the same emotions as any human can be. So um, thank you guys for listening to this rant if you made it this far. Um, if you made it this far, though, I would really love if you just take a quick second to go to Instagram and comment on my latest podcast Instagram post. It'll be on at what fulfills you pod. It's probably relating to this episode anyways. So maybe just leave a red heart or something just to let me know that you made it this far because that would bring me a sense of joy. And I would love to maybe afterwards get to talk to you guys via DM on a personal level. But um, that is all for this rant. Uh, Happy Friday or whatever day you're listening to this on. I hope this gave some of you a sense of comfort. And that is a wrap for today's episode. Um, I hope this was pleasant to hear. I hope this gave you guys some comfort in a way, knowing that I really am feeling these same strong emotions as some of you are. And yeah, that's, that's all I have. So I'll leave it at that. Thank you guys always for supporting this podcast and I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.